Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Hold the nation. That's Colonel Allen B. West, guardian of the republic. And uh, we invited the colonel on because what's happened with the Supreme Court, we did not know. He put out a very lengthy statement about the implications of telling Texas they can't defend the border. We don't want to defend it. We're not going to defend it. I don't even, I, maybe he can write an even better thing here, Dan, if I'd be so bold, though. I just happened to see this nugget for the colonel from the Fifth Circuit Court who said, not only was there no reason to cut two additional holes in the razor wire, but they installed it, they did it to install a climbing rope for migrants. Man, we need that on video. Climbing rope? If I were running for president, I don't care where I have to search to get the climbing rope on video. Yeah, make it easier to get up out of the river. There's a little hill there or something. And they're sort of assisting human traffickers at this point. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Uh, you see that on TV and you're reluctant, but you go, yeah, 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 that's it. The climbing rope. Let's go to Colonel Allen B. West on Talk Radio 1210. Colonel, welcome in, and uh, I don't know how you had the time to put this research together, but great stuff. Well, it's good to be with you, Dom. And, and look, I mean, it's pretty simple. What the Supreme Court decided yesterday was that they are undermining the sovereignty of the United States of America. If you have a federal government that is violating the rule of law, the Constitution, going against their enumerated duty and responsibility, as I laid out in Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution, uh, yeah, the state has every right to come in and uh, protect the sovereignty and protect their people. So I don't understand what the federal, the uh, Supreme Court came up with, and I really don't understand what Amy Coney Barrett and John Roberts did by joining the three uh, judicial activist leftists there with Kagan, Sotomayor, and Brown Jackson. But this can have some deep ramifications because it basically says, Dom, that the federal government does not have to obey the rule of law and states just uh, take it in the shorts. Yeah, you mentioned here in a paragraph, it adds fuel to the idea of Texas, Texas yeah. secession from the United States. And look, we're already on a razor's edge since that's what this is about as a country. We don't want to be uh, seeing people provoked into all kinds of things, uh, Colonel. But let me start with something you mentioned here. I wonder how many of them have even visited the southern border. Uh, my theory on this is Roberts is always shown. Roberts is the epitome of the flaws of George W. Bush, who would have given us his real estate agent on the Supreme Court, <laughs> except we pushed and got Alito. 
And Amy Coney Barrett, I think, is kind of like a teacher's pet to uh, Roberts. And no, you, you would think something this weighty, Colonel, it would demand you have to go on record and tell us the rationale. They just decided it, and there's no record yeah. of any rationale. There, there is no opinion on that. Yeah. And, and so this is a huge decision that they made. It can have lasting ramifications. Like I said, what if the federal government all of a sudden says uh, illegal immigrants will be allowed to vote anywhere in the United States of America? State now, because of the precedent they've established, states can't come back against that, even though that's clearly unconstitutional. So I would like to know why would John Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett say that Texas, a sovereign state, and as it says in the Declaration of Independence, there were sovereign states that created the United States of America, the federal government. Why are they undermining the sovereignty of uh, a border state with 1,249 miles of border? And especially, again, the federal government is not supreme over a state if they're not in pursuance thereof to the rules of law and our Constitution, which clearly the Biden administration is not. Yes, absolutely. So um, give me your sense. Um, is immigration, do you think, when you talk with people that are in Congress, you know, some of your colleagues, some of the people you're still in touch with, I can't believe the polling, but I'm starting to believe it. It's even bigger in the presidential election than inflation, which I think impacts everybody except those who are millionaires and beyond. Yeah. And I, when people shop each week, they see it. And they know that Biden did it. But immigration might be on the minds of people even more. Well, it is because it is a multi-headed hydra. It affects us by way of the drug trafficking crisis, the fentanyl. I mean, just about every single person in America knows someone or has been directly affected by losing loss of life of a, a child or someone due to the fentanyl. It's the human and sex trafficking crisis here in Dallas. Dallas is the number two city in the United States of America for sex trafficking. And, you know, my wife and Angela and I were dri out driving around here in Dallas County. We see the face of human trafficking. We see the young uh, Hispanic women that are standing on street corners with their children and selling flowers. So it's right there in our faces. And then also you have the national security and domestic security aspect of it because we have these people roaming in our communities. Look at what happened in New York where they kicked the kids out of school. Look at what's happening in Chicago. And I think that we have to be concerned about the amount of single military-aged males, to include Chinese, that are in this country. So basically the Supreme Court said that's absolutely fine to allow single military-aged males from our number one geopolitical foe, China, and other countries on the terrorist watch list to just climb right through the, the concertina wire. And we're not talking about miles Don, we're talking about maybe about 45 to 46 miles there in Eagle Pass and mm -hmm. uh, along Del Rio. That's all we're talking about. As I said, too, um, I went back to the Fifth Circuit Court. They actually said they weren't doing this to rescue anybody. They installed a climbing rope, direct quote, for mm -hmm. migrants. If you get that, if there's a footage of that, Colonel, and you show the American people that, uh, anybody reasonable, anybody that's not married to the craziness on the other side has got to say, wow, I didn't know that. Well, I've seen the uh, the scaling ladders. You know, a lot right. of the ranchers down there have put scaling ladders because they don't want these illegal immigrants to cut their uh, their fencing, and then they let the livestock out. So, yes, uh, I mean, because of the lack of support from the federal government and to a, an extent the, the state government here in Texas – People feel that there is no other course of action alternative. It's so bad for ranchers 
that if they have someone that is on their land illegally, they cannot detain them. They'll be charged with kidnapping. That's how we have pushed American citizens, law-abiding American citizens, Texans, to the to the end of the, the, the line while we're elevating people from over 160 different countries. What is the buzz there in Texan, uh, in Texas as far as it's not over? Would they defy this or could they could they pivot, do something where they're not completely outlawed from doing, mm-hmm. but clearly stop it? You know what I mean? And get yeah. some time here. Well, I'm telling you, the, this whole Texas movement is very strong here, yeah. and that's why I'm saying you just do feel on that. But I have gotten countless amounts of text messages and calls from folks saying, do I think that Governor Abbott will defy that? This is this is a moment for him. This is a moment to show whether or not he's going to be a leader or whether he's just going to you know, cower and kowtow. This is not about putting people on buses. This is about making sure you're protecting our state. Uh, and and calling out the federal government for not following the rule of law and calling out the Supreme Court as well. So we'll see what happens today. I'm sure that he's meeting with his political consultants. Uh, Colonel, while you're here, too, it's hard to be overly critical of someone who rises to the level of the current occupant of defense secretary. You know, whatever the, the trail may be, I mean, I sense a lot of stuff there. But still, when you're a general in the U.S. military, I, I give deference. I mean, you actually were at a high level. You can be a bit more knowledgeable and critical. But what mm-hmm. went on here with the defense secretary and the people around him, one of whom was sick himself, but they don't tell anybody in the Biden administration, yeah. apparently, that this guy is going to be in the hospital. How do you have people like that serving, not not just the general, but mm-hmm. his staff it, that's the the fatal flaw here. I don't care how sick you are. You got to do your job and tell someone what's going on. You're right. You had a complete breach of the protocol of the National Command Authority, which the Secretary of Defense is part of. And let me just put it in perspective. Uh, the, uh, the the current Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, was a full colonel when I was a major. I was stationed at Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He was a brigade commander in the 82nd Airborne Division. If Lloyd Austin had uh, disappeared for four days without telling the division commander of the 82nd Airborne Division, and if his second-in-command, his executive officer, were out of the country, they would have both been relieved of command. Just just very simple. That's how the military mm-hmm. operates, because he was AWOL. So I don't understand why Lord Austin would do what he did. It's very disconcerting. And guess what? Our enemies see this. Our Russia, China, Iran, North Korea, the Houthis, the Islamic terrorists, and the transnational narco-terrorists, the cartels, they see the disruption in our national command authority, and they see the lack of decisive ability. So uh, things are going to be tough in this 2024 until we can get a new command authority up there. What else occupies you now? What's Colonel West up to now? Well, I was just down in the villages this past weekend. We put on a thing called Boot Camp for Boomers through the American <laughs> Constitutional Rights Union. Hey, man, yeah, I, I had them out there doing push-ups and you know, crunches and side shuttle hop and everything. I oh. took out the two-mile run. You know, they didn't have oh. EMS for the two-mile run, but it was a great event. Because uh, when I, I talked to him, I said, the boomer generation, we are the descendants of the greatest generation. We're descendants yes. of the guys who 
raise the flag on Mount Suribachi and, you know, hit the beaches of Normandy. So we need to step up and, and uh, start defending the Constitution and our way of life and not allowing the progressive leftist, uh, left socialists to do what they're doing. So that's it. And just continuing to uh, my podcast is going very well. Tune in to Steadfast and Loyal. And our books are out there on uh, Amazon. Why did you choose Steadfast and Loyal, I might ask? True, but The Guardian yeah. of the Republic. I remember that first book. And with you and yeah. the wisdom, always listen to your wife and do what she says at Valley Forge <laughs> Military Academy. Should be emblazoned yeah. there. But I, hold Texas, all the nation, too. I mean, those titles are tremendous. Well, Steadfast and Loyal is the motto of the 4th Infantry Division. Okay. That's the uh, unit that I commanded the battalion in and uh, deployed them to combat in Iraq. And I think it's very important uh, words that for each and every one of us to, to hold dear. Absolutely. And for all social media, where do people go? You can see find me on all the social media platforms except for TikTok because I don't support the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> Absolutely. Colonel Allen B. West. Colonel, thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you, Don. God bless. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Every time I'm, Dan, I'm picturing you at the villages. No two-mile run. We don't have enough uh, uh, ambulances ready to go. Oh, man. It'd be a fun but tough drill sergeant on that. I thought, Well, drill colonel. 855-839-1210. You get on board. Is this starting to uh, break open as far as immigration, the border, that this is absolutely on the minds of people? And uh, in Texas, place what well, I think Abbott is going to retaliate. It's not going to. Stop on this. And again, we're already on a razor's edge here. You know, you don't want this idea of back and forth and civil war, etc. Okay? But saying, as Larry Krasner says, no, I'm not going to prosecute. And you're not either. It's a very similar thing here. That's what's going on. And, and I'm stung by this, a rope. He talked about scaling ladders, a rope to help the immigrants pull up from the river rather than doing anything to stop them or process them. That's what the U.S. Circuit Court. Yeah, why did Johnny Roberts do it? Johnny Roberts did it because he's a bad pick, has always been a bad pick. Several major cases. Coney Barrett, my thought is, uh, wants to be the apple polisher for Roberts. That's the only thing I can see. I thought she was a pretty good pick by Trump. Who is Trump's best pick on the Supreme Court? I'll tell you, I think it's Gorsuch. Gorsuch has been consistent in what he said in the hearings and what he probably told Trump. Kavanaugh, eh, I don't count on it. And Amy Coney Barrett showing the hand too many times. Look at their side. The three they have on the court. You know exactly what they're going to do. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Great stuff from Alan West. You always feel better. Guardian of the Republic, Colonel Alan B. West. I'm Giordano Show. A couple things. One, I mentioned this death penalty case. It's uh, it's amazing to me, and uh, we've had it forever. Why, why does it the, um, the dad of Officer Fitzgerald, who is a cop himself, a head of police, I believe, in Denver, or one of their departments, I think the mom was in law enforcement or something like it, too. Uh, why the delay? H- how much more do we need to know about this punk from Buckingham? About what went on here, whether they seek the death penalty or not. My guess is, and I, you know, it's an obvious thing, Larry Krasner's not going to seek the death penalty no matter what you did. Under any circumstance. Can did? Yeah, can you imagine Larry Krasner? I am seeking the death penalty today. Yeah, Somebody's geez, taking course. over my body. It's men in black. Yeah. And look look at the dynamics here, the weasels like Josh Shapiro, Dr. Hainer's crimes. It's a rich white kid, or at least it appears to be, from Buckingham, who comes to Philadelphia for playing games and kills a cop in the prime of his life with young kids and a wife. And they're black. Well, what else do we need here that I'm missing? Oh, oh, it's uh, fallible. What's fallible about it? All right? seems pretty clear to me. If we get a full court, he'd have big-time attorneys. Well, I don't want to do it. That's what it is, and neither does my son. So how do you like that? Well, just say it. Why did you run as attorney general? I have evolved over time. Dom doesn't evolve. You're damn right. I'm not evolving on the death penalty under any circumstance anyway. I am more for the death penalty today than when I've started talk radio. And the reason for that is I've seen more of the misery. I've seen more of this, and I've seen them weasel their way around with all the sympathies based on this, using every trick and turn to tell us that something's wrong with me. Now, something's wrong with you. Now, just just a couple of provisos if you're a new listener. I say this all the time. One, if you're on trial for your life, meaning a death penalty, you get the very best attorney. It's worth the money. Well, you know, that attorney could cost a million dollars. I think as taxpayers, we fund that. You get the very, and that means not just the very best attorneys, but what helps you, to be fair, the very best investigators that can look this out and to see what happened and run it down. Okay? The other thing is with DNA evidence and everything else that we have today, we have a much better chance of not being fallible here as Josh Shapiro. So because we're fallible on this, Josh Shapiro said, how about the cases where we're not, Dan? We know that this animal went in, killed those people in synagogue because he wanted to. He's happy about it. He confessed. Where's the fallibility there? Well, he's disturbed. I don't care. That's not what the death penalty says. All you have to know is right from wrong in a nanosecond. And he did. He's proud of it, a lifetime of it. Tell me, Josh, what's fallible about that? 
Why would you not be in favor of it in that case? Well, it seems mean. My 12-year-old, 10-year-old doesn't like it. And my progressive buddies don't. So we're going to come up with all these things. So I'm not saying every case. I want to be as sure as humanly possible. But fallibility doesn't stop Josh Shapiro and a lot of other things, does it? Now, this is what they do. They're not meant to protect you. That's what it comes down to. They find any reason to conveniently go down this path. And the hole in the life of this family never goes away. So I don't care what age that kid was or what he was thinking. If it's proven, as alleged, even by Larry Krasner, he went to Philadelphia, allegedly to have a... uh, a robbery, you know, it was fun, whatever he was thinking. And then he shot Officer Fitzgerald, and I believe he shot him when he was down to put him away, at least according to news reports and according to what he's charged with, et cetera. He's Tommy Vercetti from GTA Vice City. That's like he's playing a video game. Right, exactly. Well, that shows he's disturbed. Well, you got to be disturbed to kill someone in one sense, (sighs) but that doesn't matter. How in the world do you go through life Well, that's not going to bring him back. That's the thing that sets me off the most. You know what it does, though, for Maureen Faulkner and others? It gives them finality, that that's no longer there. Because I know, and any thinking person knows, that Larry Krasner would love the crown jewel to get Mumia Abu-Jamal out of jail one way or the other, under COVID, under he's got liver, anything, to get him out. Think of how painful it is, 40-odd years or more, past that point, and we still have to deal with this guy. And a thousand others that are out there. And this is just another one. But on this one, let's see what the coverage is. It's a black family, a guy protecting students, mercilessly killed while he was down, executed, if you will, allegedly, and a kid from rich circumstances in Buckingham. Well, that seems like inequity to me, Dom. What are you? You're missing stuff here. No, I don't think so. All right, so let's see how this plays out. My prediction is Larry Krasner will not go for the death penalty. Not in a million years. And the Inquirer won't cover it that much. Even though it is a heartbreaking human interest story right at the intersection of crime. I mean, it's bad enough, isn't it, that this cop Fitzgerald patrolling the mean streets around Temple, where it's mayhem and chaos, that university, in my judgment, shouldn't even be there. I like Dan's plan. They ought to move to the Navy Yard. Yeah, move them. Yeah, that's where it ought to be. All right, so you got that. But then he has to deal with a kid allegedly acting out a video game in his head of urban violence, and he's a tough guy and all. And I still want to know, was there a cover-up? by any of the parents there with this kid and the gun and the whole thing, and I want to put them in jail, too. Well, that won't bring anybody back. (laughs) You know what, you idiots. Is this a case where the kid, like, went and called Mommy to come pick him up? Yes. Oh, my God. Or Dad. He went over Dad's house. Then he had Mommy come. And and there was something with the gun and where the gun was and what was going on there. Here's the bottom line. At least I know he's never getting out again to kill somebody else. At least I know that if you do it often enough and with certitude and correctly, it is a deterrent. People don't want the death penalty. I also know if you have an effective death penalty, people will plea bargain and they'll go to jail for life that really means life or close to it. There's just no, no connection. Josh Shapiro should never be in a room with Marine Faulkner and the FOP. 
I know they had to endorse him, Doug Mastriano, the whole thing. But now, look in the mirror now. Cops can't stand with this guy. All right, let's go to uh, Tom in Lancaster. Tom, you're in on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Tom, welcome in. Hi, how you doing, Dom? Good, Tom. I, I have a question. Maybe you can help me with this. Why is it that there are certain people in a certain party that is totally against the death penalty, yet they're 100% for abortion, which what? is... A death penalty. Well, because they would say that they don't believe that's a human life. I know how convenient, et cetera, but that's the rationale. But but to me, though, a human living life is anything. You look at anybody look it up in the dictionary. A living Mm. life is it could be a seed. It could be a plan. It could be anything. Anything that continues to grow is living. If you put a seed in the ground and it blooms, and it produces a plant, it's a living seed. I hear if you. It, Thank you, Tom. I, I hear your argument. Is that Nick and is, yeah, it, it is. Look, I understand <laughs> that's the rationale. That's where we're going with this. Look, there are people that I respect. They're not public officials, and they just are against the death penalty. They have a moral. I differ with them on that. They're legit. But there's a lot of con games with this. Josh Shapiro wants to play the police and all that, but he plays the progressive game, too. Then he throws the sun in, etc. Krasner, if Krasner said, Dan, I would say, Dan, let's cut the show off, run home, you'd be at Maisie, I'm going to be at Rowan, DJ and Luke. The apocalypse is coming. If Larry Krasner says, I'm going for the death penalty in this case, that is a sign of the apocalypse. You know the all-time sign of the apocalypse, the guy that won, I never forgot it when we did it as a side question, Richard of Somerdale, who said, it's the apocalypse, Jersey goes, you can pump your own gas. That was such a brilliant answer. It's the apocalypse. we got to bring back that side question. I love that one. Okay. Yeah. Sign of the apocalypse. Yeah. All right, I'll put that put down. I, I like tomorrow's. Oh, I can hardly. Can we give away tomorrow's a little bit? Propose? Yeah, sure. Yeah, go. Do it. All right. So this, uh, you like these things as a, an Italian. I uh, I can't stand it. There's such a, but it gives a great side question. You and Anthony would like to go to if you could. Who's coming to town? Big VIP dinner. Wait, I, I I'm confused. What what is the side uh, question? The side question is tomorrow. All time worst Italian. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. There's a so there's a new restaurant that's like right. some kind of new twist on a steakhouse club, something right. like that. And they're doing an event coming up in February, and I, I'm trying to get tickets to it. It's sponsored by like someone that. I think throws money at the station somewhere. Right. So. Okay. Uh, Teresa Giudice, or Giudice, oh, from uh, yeah, Real Housewives of New Jersey. One of my favorites. Fantastic woman. Really good representation of Yeah, Italian I'm not people. sure if that is a mob one, but there is mob wives have done those. Real no, she's mob not wives. a mob, allegedly. Right. Well, yeah, right, I mean, right. Joe is yeah, right. well, extradited she, to Italy at this point. She's I think. on the list of worst Italians. So, and you can't say Nancy Pelosi, so don't write it down for tomorrow. We're taking that one, or any of the Pelosi's. Yeah, we got Pelosi. They're, they're, yeah, I you mean, can't. There's mafiosos. Oh, there. yeah. Well, yeah. Pelosi's. But all, that's in history. Living or dead. Be ready for that one tomorrow. We'll celebrate this. All-time worst Italian. You think we can get enough all-time worst Polacks? At some point, we'll do I say that, that as a Borowski, too, not to offend anybody. Yes. I'm just curious yeah. if there's enough of us. Uh, I got to think of some. I can't think of that. Dan Rostenkowski in talk radio. People used to go after him. <laughs> He was cutting uh, Social Security, and a bunch of elderly people were chasing him down the street, some of them on scooters. It was an all-time thing. Congressman (laughs) in Illinois, Rostenkowski. All right.
855-839-1210. You get on board right now. Hit us on the side question. All-time lost art. Dan, you had a great one on YouTube. Uh, no, this one comes out on Twitter. Okay. Uh, and I had it in front of me, and now I've yeah. lost it. What, what, it was... Uh, why am I so behind right now, Don? Yeah, it was uh, all-time lost art. Yeah. Oh, reading an analog clock. Yes. That would have been a winner, potentially. Yeah, can you do that? I had to do that. It's tough. I was filling in for Jim Bohannon. I was in studio in Washington with a guest who was very heated. Michael Eric Dyson. Mm-hmm. He had a book, and it was getting into it. was about race, and it was pretty contentious. And I'm looking up and go, oh, my God. I know there's a hard break at 12.20 or 10.28.43 or something or 30. How am I going to figure this analog clock out? So what I did is I just went early. I just made sure I wasn't going to be caught what I thought was early. It could have been anything. And it's tough just trying to line up right. the, the, the hands to make sure you then got the right. Then it dawned on me. There's no clock in here. What am I going to do? And, and radio, what the, one, the one that screws you up is the minute hand. Yes. Because you, oh, think, right. you think you see the minute hand on a seven, but it's right. actually on the eight, and you're running a minute behind. Yeah. yeah it was one of those IQ tests or something I had to take recently, and you had to draw the hands at like 10 after two, and for some reason I was like, which? I feel like it's a common thing in radio analog clocks. Because oftentimes, like if yeah. you have an analog clock in a studio, it's like, get them out, get them out of here, get that digital in. Yeah, exactly. Another thing kind of common. Well, in- we don't have any uh, paying to this yeah, well, one. Yeah, we're TV. we got to get that fixed. For right. You. Well, all we have is an analog clock. I can't tell what time it is. I think it's one thirty one and something here. One thirty one thirty six. Okay. Well, with That's the delay, good. it's yes. a little bit different. Yeah, there you go. Listen. Right. Yeah, and and also something that we're not great at in radio. Well, you're actually pretty good at it, but I'm not good is doing math in your head. Another oh, lost yeah. art. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. All right, so keep those coming. Today, National Handwriting Day. That's a side question. Here's Nikki Henley this morning. It was quite a back and forth with uh, Brian Kilmeade. Steve Ducey uh, jumping the in there. The deuce on the uh, Nikki Haley side. And she uh, claims that uh, Fox and Friends, all they're about is a coronation for President Trump. And look. You have a right to remain in the race, but politically, when you appear to have no path, and that's why DeSantis got out, and you won't leave, you're taking resources in contest after contest. If it happens tonight that she loses substantially, which I think she will, then what's the rationale? Well, she's making the case today exactly one of the major reasons why people don't like Nikki Haley as a candidate. She's propped up. In these open primaries, that's what she's saying. There's going to be a lot of open primaries, meaning independents and Democrats will jump in. Her argument, they'll do the same in the uh, general election. No, they won't. (laughs) That's the argument. They're doing this to egg you on to have a better chance at stopping Donald Trump. That's what it's about. All right, listen to this exchange, though, and she brings up. We elect people. We don't have coronations here, Brian. So there's no scenario where it stops tonight? Of course not. We've already made yeah. our ad buy. Yeah, how many? You I mean, four million in ads? We've put in an ad buy. I don't know how much yeah. it is, but it's strong. We saved sure. our money. I hoarded money all the way through. We stayed in garden ends and residence ends. We were the only one that flew commercial because I wanted to make sure we could run through the tape on this. I'm going to fight no matter what. I don't care how much y'all want to coronate Donald Trump. At the end of the day, that's not what Americans want. Americans yeah. want a choice, and we're going to give them you that keep choice. saying coronate, lie, not tell the truth. What do you say on the couch? I'm really wondering why you think we're the enemy. 
Because I've looked at the media. Look at the media saying, oh, this is Donald Trump's to have. Look at the political class all coalescing and saying everybody needs to get out. That's not democracy. That's not who we are. Who we are but is when have we ever had right. two people down to two people in New Hampshire and you say, oh, it's over. We don't do that. South right. Carolina is an amazing Isn't state it hard when it comes to, to picking president. Three states really could choose an election for the entire country. I mean, it's what we it's a beautiful thing. It's yeah. what we go through. And at the end of the day, it's the fact that you don't do this for any reason outside of you love your country. Mm -hmm. I'm doing this because I don't want my kids to continue to live like this. I don't want chaos in their life. I want them to know they can buy a home. I want them to know that they right. can have a future. I want people to feel good about America. Right now, people feel chaos. They feel all kinds of divisions back and forth. That's not what they want. They want someone to go in there and work and show them. And when I win, I will spend every day proving to people that they made a good decision. All right. So uh, lumping uh, Brian Kilmeade, apparently, in with the media and the spin of Nikki Haley in the campaign today, which won't wash. Trump is the political elite. She's with the people. You know, the real story is her backing are these donors and principally those that uh, hate Trump. They may be Republican and or others that want to stop Trump at all costs. You can't make that case. It's a silly case to try to make. But look at it from her perspective. They're probably looking at the same thing that I am or more. I set the over and under at 14 points. And I know that's a lot. I know some people get crazy and oh, 25 or 30 points. Well, you got to understand in New Hampshire, a lot of independents, a lot of Democrats crossing over. She's making the argument. We're going to have that in a lot of states. That's got to be stopped. The Republican Party should be the one stopping it. It's a club. If you want to be a Republican and vote, register as a Republican. If you want to be a Democrat, vote in that primary. This is all about not Nikki Haley. It's always about Trump. Who's advising her that this is a strategy to take, that Trump's one of the elite and she's now anti-elite? Well, it sounds good when she, it helps. No one buys it. I know, but when you're under fire there, sort of, with Kilmeade, it's something to push back and say, and you guys are coronating him. They're throwing it around. He only got 56,000 votes. Look, the argument is appealing to me, Dan. That Iowa has got too much to say about everything. I've said it. I've been there. I don't get it why the country hinges on Iowa. It ought to be Michigan, Pennsylvania, some place like that that starts it all. You don't care what Joe and Boise has to say? I'm sick of these people in Iowa oh, and New Idaho. Hampshire. See, I, don't even, I don't even know what yeah, states. Th- these people that three or four times I've seen the candidate haven't made my mind up yet, and everybody interviews them. They don't. It's, it's not a state that's consequential in any way, shape, or form. No. But nobody has the guts to do it except Joe Biden, who's making South Carolina the first state where they vote. It's going to be interesting tonight to see how much of a protest vote, essentially, writing there is against Joe Biden in New Hampshire. I think it could be, even though the Dean Phillips guy, I couldn't pick him out in a lineup. If there is, it's another sign of what we already know about Biden. So we'll, we'll be on that tomorrow. We've got some special people coming. We'll break down all of it. Prediction is that Nikki Haley will go to South Carolina. She's got to her state. But is she really going to roll the dice and get beaten by 30 points in uh, South Carolina? Something like that. She'll go for a week, 10 days, 
They'll look at the polling, and then they'll come up with some reason why she's going to be unified. Like, like if she goes down to South Carolina and loses, she's burnt, isn't she? Well, yeah. Well, she's down by you know, real queer uh, politics average 30-plus. But I, I'm not saying just for this election. I'm saying for like if she were to drop out after tonight, right. having a decent close. Right. That's conventional political wisdom. Right. Yeah. If she does this, she's flying in the face. If she that's, goes down to her home state and loses, right. she's not running again. That's, she can't win. That's why DeSantis dropped out. That's what the the trick is. And, Dan, with DeSantis dropping out, it underlines how does she stay in there. Then that's what she's scrambling to do. But you know what? Is she holding on to hope that Trump gets sent to jail and she's the only option? I could see that. Well, DeSantis could get back in just because, you know, they use that language to spend your campaign. You could, well, Trump's out. I'm back in. Who's going to say anything? You can, but who knows what would happen? That's an interesting thing. If Trump were stopped, I think people would go with DeSantis. They're not going to go with Nikki Haley. Even more. <laughs> I don't think oh, you're going to stop Trump, though, no matter what. He's not going to give up in this whole thing. They're running a strange program, y'all. It's Dan time. I can handle things. I'm smart. I'm like everybody's sick. With Dom. Dom, we are close. We're close to the end of the world. Welcome to Dan Time with Dom. My name's Dan Baraski, producer of the Dom Giordano program to take over for a couple minutes. And I, I wanna I wanna know whether or not, Dom, you you lend credence to this big thing known as the doomsday clock. We are ninety seconds away from midnight, the same amount of time. A big announcement including a great progressive today. Coming out from the doomsday clock, but we're 90 seconds away from midnight. Dom, are you concerned that we are near the end of the world? Uh, no, I am not. Uh, I've lived in Philadelphia, and I've gotten through Jim <laughs> Kenny, so that doesn't uh, scare we're me. We're on the rebound now here. But in Philly, we are right? going to do the uh, yes, we are going to do the sign of the apocalypse probably on Thursday. So maybe I'll change my mind. So let's listen to famed progressive Bill Nye explain why uh, the, the science dooms- guy, the yes. doomsday clock, is so important. Yes. We could do Daniels. He started it. Don't come running to me. <laughs> the other thing we could do about climate change and biological threats and so on is talk about it. If we were talking about we're it, we're talking about it the way we talk about all these other important issues, crime, uh, football games, we would yeah, be doing with. something. About it. And so <laughs> when I look at the atomic scientist clock, that is a conversation piece, yeah. literally, right? This thing, this. Sweep uh, this minute hand is set up. He has an analog, analog clock on his uh, wrist. Talking about these big That's issues. Right. Yeah. So thank you. And the idea, ninety seconds to midnight. The idea is, it's a conversation starter. Wait for this, Tom. This is meant to. So pop. here comes Bill Nye explaining so why, why, why it's the end of the world. Ten minutes or something, right? With seventeen yeah, minutes. seventeen minutes at the end of the Cold War. The uh, end of the Cold War. The Cold War is still going on. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Okay. You hate me. You hate people of my background and ancestry. I got all that. You hate progressives. I got all that. <laughs> what? But the thing in Ukraine is just the extended dance mix of World War II. I mean, it's still going on. Yeah. But it's it's now, not something you can fool with, people. Now with nuclear weapons. Yes, now with nuclear weapons. And, and, all right, and Dan. I, I think you've had enough point. of Bill yeah, Nye. that's... Thank he goes, he goes into China, Dom. He says artificial intelligence just goes all over the place. So, no, not concerned that we're near the end of the world? Well, artificial intelligence, uh, I'm in that camp that thinks, yeah, this is uh, 
Got Zuckerberg building you well, know, bunkers. It, he's and... not, yeah, Zuckerberg doesn't uh, scare me. You know who scares me? Bill Gates out there saying, yeah, I think I'll, I'll dampen the sun. I knew sun. you were going to go there, too. Yo, let's dampen the sun. That guy would be under observation 24 hours a day. So they really think World War III is going to come with Ukraine. That's what Bill Nye's no, trying to say here. nothing there. Uh, not I-90... AI, though, yeah. So PennDOT announced uh, that I-95, a stretch north, going from Columbus Boulevard exit 20 to Interstate 676, is going to be closed for an entire weekend. Um, February 3rd to February 5th. What the heck's going to happen to traffic here in the city? Over uh, the weekend, hopefully that's not a bad weekend. Yeah, I read that. And mean to say you have to close the entire thing down. That's... Not good planning. So it's actually part of the I-95 CAP project. The project's going to replace and expand existing covered area between uh, a 95 between Chestnut and Walnut Streets. It's going to be a park that's nearly 12 acres. So they're going to cap off, further cap off, uh, 95, Dom. But why not throw a, you know, a double-decker highway on Vine Street Expressway, 676? Well, that brings me uh, to the great Arlen Specter. Dom, oh my, Jim, if, I don't know if you were doing it with me then. He wanted to defeat. He was running as a Democrat and Republican at the same time or something. And he said, I promise your listeners this. In the primary, it was against Pat Toomey. If I'm elected, we will have a double-decker over the Schuylkill Expressway. Imagine that, Tom. Imagine how things would speed up. <laughs> Can you imagine building the double-decker over the, the Schuylkill Expressway? I think it's a great idea. Tom, um, why, why not? You can't you can't widen the thing. You can't. I mean, unless you I, cover I know the that, river. But you know how much it would cut cost away the mountain and more, how long they would be doing that and the chaos that I would know be it would be. But it was chaotic in Boston with the big dig, and it took forever. Yeah, but, I mean, you it think turns out now it's a good thing. No, I can't see a double decker's Google Expressway. Oh my god! And, and you talk about the Sixer Stadium downtown in Chinatown, yeah. and we talk about the traffic that that would cause. Imagine if you had a double decker one way going each way on Vine Street. And Expressway. where are you parking again? Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you build garages, you know. We were just garages. in Chinatown coming home from uh, seeing something at, on, on near A Street. Oh, did you go on Friday? Uh, we went on Sunday. Okay. To play. Yeah. And I told Ro, uh-oh, I made a mistake. I turned toward Chinatown. No way. Oh, why not? Bottleneck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Avoid. Yeah. Yeah, Avoid. The traffic. Yes. The, the food's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, I get some dumplings. Some wine yeah, we're running there. We're stuck in traffic. Get me some dumplings. Well, that's the thing. Is, I yes. mean, you, you sit there behind a double-parked vehicle on the right lane in Chinatown, and you're <laughs> stuck in that left lane. Why not just yes. run in for some dumplings? Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Dom, I just want to give some credit. WWE stays valuable. Netflix has struck a 10-year deal valued at $5 billion to carry WWE Raw live. So in a push for live sports, uh, Netflix continues. And uh, finally, in the world of entertainment, Dom, Oscar nominations are out. Barbie, nominated for Best Picture, but snubbed in some other categories. It was nominated for Best Picture. It was. Yeah. Yeah, Oppenheimer had 13 nominations, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, Oppenheimer's yeah. going to win, I o believe. Yeah. Oppenheimer, 13 nominations, really just taking the cake there. Yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan. Were you? Oh, yes. Couldn't get enough of it. I know, but yes. I, I, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of overrated. I, yeah. I was one of those guys. I guess I'm a Mike from the world of Michael Bay. I was waiting for some kind of big explosion. Then they do the whole thing, silence and black and white. And... No, the achievement of that is second. And Barbie's nominated as Best Picture. Best Picture. Uh, also nominated The Holdovers, uh, which I keep uh, giving yep. some love to. Because I, I love that film, man. And also Best Actor. I'm still continuing the push. Paul Giamatti for The Holdovers. Oh, Holdovers is nominated for Best Film. Yeah, Best Picture. Tell Try him, to man. Check it's it good. Out. It's underrated. I will have our entertainment guy break that down on Friday with us. That's all I got for Dan time.
855-839-1210. Coming up, do you remember this story? We like to close off the story. We're going to have the teacher, Penn State teacher, who um, alleged that he was forced to go into training, critical race theory, where he was told that white was evil. And as a white teacher, that was problematic. He sued, and he just won a big court case around that. I don't think it's finalized yet. But we want to give you an update on that. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.